Good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. Hello, Leslie. Good morning. Happy December 19th to you, Pammy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. December 19th. No Christmas shopping is done and all's well in the house. <laughs> amen, sister. I say to you, amen. Um, actually, I though I did, unusual for me, make a purchase months ago of two items for, for Christmas gifts. Uh-huh. Um, and it was only because my aunt was traveling to the place where I knew they had them. So I asked her to pick it up. That's it. That's it. Well, that's and, and it's not, it's an unusual Christmas. And frankly, you know, it's not going to be about things. No, not it never is with me. You know, you know, I'm not the material girl at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband always says I'm incredibly bohemian and I'm one of those people who could probably still go and crash on someone's uh, couch or floor and fine. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit of a rolling stone, I guess. Ah, well, yeah, um, I hear you. I hear you on that. I've been there, <laughs> done that. Probably will do it again sometime. <laughs> yes. Well, and I'm happy that we have Lori from Texas joining us. Dahlia joined us from Egypt and Ashley. Good to see you ladies good, this morning in the chat room. And Ashley's joining us on her new iPhone. And isn't that ex- I hope you're having a wonderful experience with that. More more goodies to make your videos with. <laughs> you know, you know Extra good technology. Once you go once you go Mac, you'll never go back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Pam! I said you were cooking with gas this morning, and I knew um, that was the cooking case. Cooking with something—I don't know what kind of gas it is. <laughs> <laughs> you better uh, buckle up, ladies. It's going to be quite the podcast today. <laughs> um, Ashley says she's still getting used to it, and I uh, honestly—that's one of my least favorite things to do. Um, have to, when I go, I use the Verizon uh, carrier and. When I go to our store and have to change phones, it's like my worst. I have joked it's one of the circles of hell. Um, I hate the experience. And they're lovely people. It's nothing to do with their service. It's just the Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just the whole process just. Is well, fortunately, everything everything is backed up mm. to the cloud, so everything that gets backed up, I can always download real easily. Yes, yes. Well, and part of yeah. I think part of my um, my uh, aversion to it, it was the fact that um, back in the day, I did have some non-cloud experiences where I lost all of my data um, and everything, and that I think has scarred me for future. Oh God, losing the contacts. Oh my Lord, contacts. That- I've lost all my contacts twice from phone phone changes that went bad. And I lost even, I lost some photos. Usually I was able to safeguard the photos, but yeah. Uh, Ashley said it's a pain for my parents. It was early Christmas present. That's nice. Yes, it was um, from her parents. And I think that's lovely. I'm glad. Uh, uh, and, and Betty, we're just, uh, Ashley is giving her new iPhone a ride for this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So happy to see you, Betty. Um, 
and, and Dolly said, that's horrible, Leslie. I keep everything on two hard drives just to be on the safe side. Yes. Well, I've learned my lesson. I've grown older and wiser. Um, but that was a particularly horrible time. And, and one of the times I, I lost my cell phone at a major league baseball game. I was at the Baltimore Orioles game and I had my phone in a jacket pocket and they scored at the end. It was like a walk-off um, mm-hmm. home run or some kind of really awesome end um, experience. And I jumped up and I didn't realize at the time that my cell phone fell out of my pocket. And it's probably one of the thousands that's buried somewhere in um, Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. So that was one of well, the, that was one of the times where I lost uh, all contact, well, all of my yeah. contacts. So, and a long and time, Betty... a, a long, <laughs> long time ago in the day. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, and like twenty five years ago, whatever it was, when we, one of my first cell phones that I had, it fell out of my pocket and didn't I didn't realize it, and I backed my car over it. <gasps> Pam. That's another chapter for your book. See, we're kindred mm, spirits. That, 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 that was not a fun chapter for that book. No, no. Oh, I can, I can, uh, yeah, because the late great probably was not happy with that. No, no. <laughs> and that and, and meant I had to buy a whole new phone, too. So anyway. Anyway, um, yes. Betty said, this reminds me, once her iPod crashed, and the next day her computer crashed and all of her music was lost, the worst day of my life. Betty, that was actually the day the music died. That's sad. I know. That would be horrible. That is sad. And uh, Anna's t- saying that her Passion Flex app is not working on her new Samsung Galaxy. Hmm. A- Anna, I hope you checked with uh, Passion Flex because yes, they may have to update. They may have to update their system for that as well. Yeah, so. let them know. Uh, everybody, you know, um, when you have an issue, Definitely email Passion Flicks because um, they will check into it. It sometimes it takes a little time because they have so many requests, but definitely check that out because they want to stay on top of the technology. Um, mm-hmm. And Lori's laughing. I can't believe I've not done that. I'm guessing that was about dropping the phone and and driving over it, Lori. Um, <laughs> Ashley says, I stream well, everything on my iPad, Samsung, Anna. You might have to re-download the app, um, or you, you might want to update the app. That's true. Oh, Anna backed her van over the kid's hockey bag. Wow. Now that, that's, that's, that's brutal. That's that impressive. Brutal. And uh, Betty said, my funeral playlist died that day, too. I learned my lesson. Whoever plans my funeral will have a lot to live up to. I love my playlist. <laughs> Betty, oh my gosh! I'm so, I'm so you. glad you planned that out. <laughs> I I think that's very I think that's very wise. And we have well, more you know, of our friends joining. I see uh, in addition to Betty and Anna having joined Josie and Annette. Hi, mm-hmm. Annette. Good to hear from you down in the Big Easy. Oh yeah, in New Orleans. Um, I I'll tell yeah, you. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I think we were in high school and I forget, I think it was religion class. We had to um, write our obituary, which was very oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, that was a very interesting exercise in futility at 18. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been interesting to keep and then see how, you know, 
reflect on it your decades later. That's an interesting. I might tell some of my uh, teacher friends about that assignment. I think that's very interesting. I don't um, know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, what Anna said she's emailed was... Passion Flex and they need to get their updates too. So, so very good. It's 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 good that we're communicating with them. Um, Ashley says she's liking the Mixler app much easier to chat and listen at the same time. Excellent. And good morning to you, Miss Karen. Good KK morning, is in KK. the house. So happy you could join us this morning. Uh, and Betty noted her brother already said he will play the Batman playlist at my funeral. He knows I love <laughs> Superman and is already annoying me even before I go. I, that is <laughs> such a brother thing to do. Oh, God help us all. Oh, I'm I so know. glad I don't, I'm so glad I don't have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is uh, hilarious. That is just hilarious. Um, Anna says uh, <laughs> she's living forever on life support. So <laughs> we will go with that. We will go with that. Uh, oh my gosh! So I'm Annette, right there, I Anna. Ask, right there. I have to ask if Annette's calling, uh, listening to us from Walmart. <laughs> If she's doing her errands while uh, listening to us on the podcast. Just warning you, Pam's in rare form today, Annette. Uh-oh. Could be trouble. <laughs> Could be a lot of trouble. You never know. One never you knows never what know. happens, what lurks in the minds of this person. So we were oh, a Ashley. little we yes. were a little bit late with um SR's uh News, so I, I don't have don't much have to, to tell you me. at the moment. You can point the finger. No, no, it wasn't no, Pam's no, fault. No, no. It, 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 I take full responsibility. Everybody does delinquency. Delinquency. We, we share responsibilities. There's no reason why we can't share the blame either. <laughs> well, Annette had noted that she's in her car on the way to Walmart. So, oh, okay. okay. Um, so that's that's good. That's good. Um, Dahlia says, anyone knows what the good news SR received yesterday was? I have no idea. <laughs> and we would have known, Dahlia, if I would have sent my questions a little bit earlier. I told uh, SR that he now can move me, Sam has now moved me officially to the naughty list because I was late with my questions to him. Um, but I am monitoring the email account because he does, he has in the past sent some information over to us during the podcast. So but we, we will but we, share the breaking news as soon as it, it arrives. But we, you know, we yeah. do have, we, we do, you know, we can always go back to uh, last week and there's still, I'm sure that there's still some stuff going on. Like the, there's a uh, Russian uh, uh, additions are going to be coming out. And that's awesome. Yeah. I was happy to see Tatiana join the chat last week. That was really fun. That was very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the audio books are in, uh, of Gabriel's Inferno in Russian is being released as well as the printed books. And in Italy, the Florentine series books are on sale as part of their countdown to Christmas. And uh, the, the, SR knows that the Spanish readers are having some difficulty locating his books. He's looking into that, but it seems that Google Play is selling the ebook. Uh, also, the audiobooks for the our Aussie and Kiwi readers is there. Don't forget the tea. 
we've got the from Sips. Oh Beeson. yes, the the tea uh, package. It's fantastic. And and SR hopes that everybody was enjoying them, and because he picked them out. And then also today, Emerzooms are are doing their Christmas. Uh, the Christmas thing. holiday party. Right. You know, I'm super sad because I, I wanted to join that and I actually have to work during that time. So I might have to pop in and send a little happy, I, I, uh, I may happy send holidays ha- to everybody. I may send Tatiana a, um, a video. I, I've i been practicing through karaoke, my, my Christmas karaoke song go-to. Which is Darlene loves <laughs> Christmas baby, please come home. Oh yes, 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 yes. I know you were looking at some. Uh, <laughs> we might have to. We might have to rebroad. We might have to rebroadcast that, uh, Pam. And I'm still looking um, for. I'm still looking for my uh, William thing. <laughs> yes, I know, because that would be really, really good. Um, I, I know that Ashley's speculating maybe there's book news or news about uh, Gabriel Rapture's filming. That's her bet. Uh, Gabriel's in front of audiobook in Russian. Um, and mm-hmm. Betty's curious what the new Gabriel will sound like, but I'm more curious about Russian Paul. I wonder if the boss <laughs> had tea with Professor Picton while he was picking the flavors. That's a great question. We should ask him that. He'll never answer, but we can ask. No, but we can ask. Um, Ashley noted that Julio's book news nutshell will be in English soon and will be an audiobook. Oh my gosh. Sign me up for that. If he reads that audiobook, I will, I will have that on repeat. I love that man's voice. Um, and in 2023, it apparently will be a movie. That's phenomenal. I wonder if he will be behind the camera or if he will be in in it. I know. Pam's going to have to send that to everyone, the, the lyrics. Which, the, uh, the, the William <laughs> song or uh, my, my singing voice? Oh my I, do, I, I cannot reach the range of Darlene Love, and I do not have um, what's his name in the background. Uh, oh, my gosh. Who's now uh, in the... jail. What's his name? Um, Phil Spector. I don't have spoke. Oh. Phil Spector's arrangement behind me. <laughs> I love me. that you're referring to him. As being, you know, the guy who's now in jail. There's so many wow. people like that, Pam. <laughs> There's a plethora. Sure. Ashley, you have made my morning saying that he's going to read it. I will listen to that in Italian and English. Absolutely. Super excited. Julia reading. Oh my gosh. Sign me up. Right yeah, I know. And I know he was doing some ADR this week uh, for his. Girls in Dubai, I think is the name of the movie that's, mm-hmm. that he filmed over the summer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that I'm glad that the actors that we uh, have met, it seems like they're all doing well, even amidst the pandemic. They're, they're all continuing. Um, yeah. And it's good. It's just a really good thing. I'm and, super happy about that. Yes. Yes, that's so, right, Josie. Phil Spector was famous for the Wall of Sound. He even did a movie with Springsteen, or did a movie, did a uh, a song with Springsteen. And I forget which one it was. He talked about it. He talked about it in his Broadway show, and in something else I just saw him in. So, but I wonder. Uh, yes. Yeah. But 
and Betty. Um, Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill is her major sing-along song, Ashley noted. Um, Faith, and, Faith Hill is actually was referring very, to the Williams song. Uh, Faith Hill is actually very good in concert. I, I got to see her a number of years ago with a, a friend. I'm not really into country music, but she said, oh, come on. It's like, okay, fine. So I went and. Oh, I would definitely. She seems like she'd be an incredible performer. I'm glad to hear that. She is good. Was, she is good. I'm happy to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. And it cracked me up because uh, every every concert that I've gone to for a music genre that I'm like, mm, has turned out very well. So That's, yeah. I love and those I, unexpected surprises, you know. Oh, Sinatra in concert? Oh. Why would I want to go see him? I did, and I'm glad I did. It was awesome. When did and you then, see Sinatra in concert, may I ask? I know, ladies, we're really digressing, but I'm curious. Oh, we are, we are. 70, I think it was 74, 75. Ooh, ooh, like his comeback, his uh, it was comeback, comeback after tour. Madison Square Garden, his, after the whole yeah. Madison Square Garden main event thing. It was thing. his comeback tour, yeah. Oh, my and, gosh, that would have been fantastic. I saw and, him and his last tour, and I'm super excited. Like, I am, I was, I'm so grateful I had a chance to see him perform, but it obviously, it was... Um, you know, it was the very, very tail end of his career, but man, yeah. he still brought a good show. Well, let me his, let me put the it, musicians me... around him, the mu the music, the musicianship, the band he had was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the music was phenomenal, and his son um, was the conductor. It was great. It was really, really great music, um, and I love that era. And I love Sinatra. So it, I was, I was in heaven. I wish I could have seen him in Vegas during the Rat Pack years, though. That would have been or Atlantic City because he did the Rat Pack years in the '60s would have been a lot of fun, though. Yeah, but our Atlantic City when he was coming up too. Yeah, because he would get he would bring Dean Martin in and whomever was a part of the Rat Pack mm -hmm. that were still alive because I think Joey Bishop had passed away at that point. But he, um, yeah, no, it was really good. Nelson Riddle was actually the orchestra conductor for that show. Oh my and, gosh! Um, it was the the girl that I that I went with. She used to babysit for the ticket manager for the Philadelphia Eagles all the time. They were family friends, and she got the tickets from him. And so we were very close to the stage, which was very cool. And the stage was in the center of the spectrum in Philadelphia as opposed to being at one end. Oh, and that's awesome. What cracked me up was um, the women in their mink stoles and long evening dresses <laughs> taking gifts up on the stage. for Because I think Nancy Sinatra had just had a baby. Oh, wow. Like and, but here, here's, here's a weird part. Springs, I saw, yeah, well, last time I saw Springsteen was uh, probably, well, I saw him on Broadway two years ago. But when I saw Frank Sinatra, he was younger than Springsteen is now. Oh, that's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of plays with your mind. It does. Very much <laughs> uh -huh. so. Yeah, Very much so. That. It tells me how quickly I've grown old. <laughs> So, well, anyway, it's, it's just it's you've been around a little while, which is good. It's a good. Yeah, I've been, I've been around the you block got a few times. <laughs> I I did not say you've been around the block. 
<laughs> I, but I read that on the bathroom wall, just saying. Um, hey, I'm in a few oh bathroom gosh. walls, I think. <laughs> Lori noted that Bruce does not age. Um, I'm looking back. Betty had, Betty, you cracked me up. Betty had said um, the other day she was listening to the Roman and she couldn't help but wonder, does Willie cook? I know Raven cooks, but what about him? What would be his specialty dish? And uh, Yorkshire pudding. Gets, Willie likes very rare steak. It's what she thought. Very and Yorkshire also, pudding. <laughs> Annette was also saying, in terms of uh, Sinatra, that Old Blue Eyes is one of her faves, and Lori's youngest son likes Frank. Um, and young guy Sal Valentinetti now does an amazing Frank Sinatra. Oh, I have to check him out. Anna. Check him. Oh, um, I've seen him. I've seen him. He was. Um, oh, what was he on? He was. I was on. Uh, one of those. Those. Either not the Voice. It was either the Voice or America's Got Talent. Something like that. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm totally gonna have to check him out. And um, <laughs> Betty, Betty, it's so funny of uh, you just wrote that comment because I was thinking the same thing, and she said for a moment, Pam, when you described the concert, um, <laughs> I thought Pam was. I'm surprised. I'll be honest with you. People were throwing their bras at Sinatra, and I was thinking, no, that's probably more of a Tom Jones show. <laughs> yeah, that was under, that's underwear, from what I understand. But um, I'm surprised that they didn't either, because. Uh, I mean, I just, I just remember laughing my ass off at that because, you know, I've been to concerts where people have thrown their bras at, at the stage. Oh yeah. And were, were you one of? And I, I can fans? honestly say I that. Know. I can were honestly say <laughs> no, I was not. I did never did that. I didn't flash anybody either. So Dolly is laughing. She says, "Betty, do people still do that? I don't know if people still do that." I don't I, think I, they do. I don't think I'm they I'm not sure, do. sure I don't think that. people of my daughter's uh, age do. Um, but the, the concerts are so different now with the bands. I mean, it's a little bit different. <laughs> You're right. It's very different. It's 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 very different. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Josie says Tom Jones gets panties. You're right. You're <laughs> right. I think if you go to a Tom Jones show, you would still see that happening. I, in fact, I might buy some and take them and throw them if I go. I just, for the experience, you know. I saw him on a, it was either Not like John, I'd be shimmying them off and throwing them my way. I would, I would buy, um, I would buy a couple to do just for the fun of it. No, um, I don't, I, I don't know whether it's, um, uh, Jonathan Ross show or if it was Graham Norton, their British shows that, uh, he was on and he told, he's like, he's like close to 80 now, Tom Jones. And mm -hmm. he was talking about I figured about the, he's in his seventies. Definitely. The women Late were 70s. still throwing their panties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Betty says, I don't think they throw thongs or bras anymore. Um, Anna noted that, um, in terms of Valentinetti, I, I'm not sure if I pronounce his name right. Um, that he's uh, has a virtual concert from Florida in January. You can check out, mm -hmm. out on YouTube, mm -hmm. which I'm going to do. And Josie's laughing. She says, well, that's kind of gross. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. That's why well. I buy fresh ones. But I think it's funny. Um, and, yes, I did see the skit where the bras were being thrown at Dr. Fauci on Saturday Night Live last week. <laughs> I did not get to watch last week's. I'm going to have to look that up. I did not hear about that. that oh, yeah. Well, listen. Hysterical. You, you, 
Do you have Peacock on your cable system? I do. I do. Look in there because all the Saturday Night Live shows from season one to last Saturday are on there. Oh, I'll have to watch that. The fact that they had a skit with bras being thrown by Fauci at Fauci is too funny. Yeah, it was. (laughs) It's hilarious. Betty's saying, I wonder if Snarky snatches a a few of those gifts and sells them on eBay. (laughs) Probably. Oh, my gosh. And good morning, Kenzie Kins. I see you were able to join us this morning. I'm so glad. And KK is back on. Uh, She had popped off. I hope... uh, Hope all is well with you, ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Franca just joined us. And Monica, it's a and plethora Monica. of our friends. Good uh, afternoon, ladies. Um, so glad you could join. Yes. Uh, we were. <laughs> we were well, we've been digressing about... a little bit for the last uh, 26 minutes. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I just looked at the time. Oh, my gosh. We're having too much fun this morning. We are. I told you we it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. I told you it was going to be quite the show. So shall we begin the chapter? We should. We should. I think we should, right? Yes. Um, we are in chapter nine. Mm-hmm. And as you might recall, when we last left. Oh, uh, hi, Hannah. Hannah's here, too. Welcome. Oh, my gosh, Hannah. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> so happy you could join us. This is so great. It's mm-hmm. It's wonderful that people were able to stop by um, because I know uh, everybody has different things going on Saturdays, uh, morning and afternoon. So we're just about ready to start Chapter 9, and uh, Gabriel just helped Julia in the shower after uh, her uh, almost passing out, and he's very concerned, and he wants her to go to the hospital, and she's kind of pushing back on it, and she agreed that they could talk to Rebecca about it and get her guidance. So chapter nine begins while Julia Mm -hmm. is actually talking with Rebecca and Rebecca urges her to go to the hospital. Um, Julia is still a little hesitant. um, But as she talks, you know, more to Rebecca, um, you know, Rebecca's trying to go through and explain that it's better to be safe and, that, uh, you know, Gabriel's uh, being overprotective um, and what is what Julie is thinking. But Rebecca says, no, it, it really makes sense to go to the hospital. And it would be with good reason. What happens if you faint while you're holding Claire? And I, that was something that was a, a, a possibility that Julia simply had not thought of. And Rebecca assured her that a quick trip to the hospital would put everyone's mind at ease. Rebecca being the voice of reason. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I think because, um, because Julia doesn't have her mother to lean on, uh, Rebecca really is kind of coming in and being that surrogate mother who she, uh, the mother figure who she can call and ask when she has questions. Mm -hmm. So... Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I happen to like Rebecca. I, I feel um, connected to her in many ways. I, I love her character. Um, as, as Betty says, Rebecca, AKA Becky with the good hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping Dahlia can hear us again. She was having trouble. Um, and Becky is the mom Julia needs right now is what uh, Betty noted. And I agree. 
So I, I think the I think the the idea that something could happen to Claire because she's not um, allowing herself to be checked was what pushed Julia to be to agree to go back to the hospital because she really mm-hmm. didn't want to. And Rebecca said, but first you really need to eat. So, of course, she took the breakfast casserole out of the oven um, and Rebecca started packing snacks for the hospital. And uh, Julia was relieved. Um, And as she was rubbing her really tired eyes, um, Rachel was uh, coming in the room. They were all getting ready for breakfast. And Rachel gets us to take a glance at the bling. And uh, I loved her reaction. And reading this, I don't know if you guys felt the same way. When I read this chapter, I totally could envision this in the film. And um, now I'm blanking out on the actress who plays, oh, um, Julia Mitchell, right? Um, mm-hmm. I am uh, would love to see her do this scene because I think she would be so great um, mm-hmm. saying, holy cow, what is that? And Julia was uh, saying that Gabriel had uh, bought this for her and gave it to her last night. And uh, Rachel was just beyond the moon. She was like, well done. You know, you did great with that ring. That's gorgeous. Um, And, you know, I think it was also a nice distraction from some of the stress of going of the hospital talk for uh, Rachel to bring up that Mm -hmm. special thing. Well, I can also see where, you know, Julia probably didn't say much about it when she was going for breakfast. And, uh, you know, maybe she moved her hand and Mm -hmm. it It kind of caught the light. And and that's where Rachel picked up like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm sure it was, the way it was described was such a beautifully impressive Mm -hmm. um, ring with that big ruby with the two diamonds mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that I, I just think it would be really, really great. Um, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, Betty says, I bet she's taking notes and going to tell Aaron he needs to step up on the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna noted that Rebecca, uh, that Rebecca is really good for both Julia right. and Gabriel. And I agree. I yeah. agree. I think she's a really grounding calming force for them because this is such a major life change. Um, having a newborn in your home, um, Mm -hmm. is, is massively is a, is a seismic shift in your life. Um, so Gabriel, uh, had, um, told uh, Rachel and, uh, Julia, they're going to eat. And he says he'll take the baby, um, allowing, uh, allowing Julia to have a breakfast uninterrupted and little sweet little Claire opens her eyes and he moves his face towards her and says, hello there, Principessa. And she closed her eyes and yawned. And then she looks at her father. And when Julia's watching that, she felt something very warm and her, her whole soul just, I think lit up in her middle as she looked at her husband um, and Looking he looked completely baby. devoted. This 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 look of complete devotion and love unconditionally. Um, mm-hmm. And Julia thought to herself that Claire has Gabriel wrapped around her finger. And I again, she does. 
let's all raise our hands virtually, right? Who wants to see that scene with Julio uh, <laughs> looking at a little newborn baby? I mean, we're all going to melt. Um, so sweet. Mm. What a, just a beautifully written scene. So, um, you know, you can see this panning out and the fact that Gabriel's, again, you know, this whole thought of his promise of protecting them, of caring for them. Um, I think SR does such a beautiful job of, of writing that throughout this book. And I, this is another example of that. So Rachel's looking at her brother and uh, saying, well, wow, that's quite the ring Julia's sporting. Um, and Gabriel beamed with pride. Um, and he asked Julia to hold up her hand for Richard to see. Um, you know, I think it's just this idea as well that he loves to shower her with presents because he loves her so much. And he uh, wants people to understand how significant she is to him. Mm -hmm. And I, I just think, I think this was a very, very sweet um, scene. And uh, as Anna says, um, the professor with baby uh, Claire Anna says swooning. the professor with baby Claire uh, swooning uh, would be a sight to see. And Betty said, I'm surprised Julie can lift her hand after wearing that ring with the big gem. And uh, <laughs> Ashley agreed that Julia with a baby um, and would that image would melt her heart. Um, and, oh, welcome to the halftime show. Yes. <laughs> Jingle bells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, and Annette, ovaries would explode everywhere. I agree. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we are dashing through the snow here in Pennsylvania. Oh, United yes, we States. are. Um, for those of you overseas, uh, the northeast part of the United States had a massive snowstorm this past week and uh, under many, many inches or feet, or I should say centimeters, I guess, uh, in everywhere else in the world who uses the metric system. Um, we had lots and lots of snow. Uh, so we were dashing through it or decided not to dash through it. In, in my case, I haven't been out. I really haven't been out venturing at all. Um, I, I finally got out yesterday, so. <laughs> Betty says, please don't throw panties at Sancho. No, no, we don't want that <laughs> we to will, happen. Uh, we, we will hold back on that, Betty. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. As Lori says, right, Betty. That's not cool. <laughs> so you can see Gabriel's just happy um, that he's able to do something lovely um, for Julia and Rachel was asking, okay, so what else is on the agenda for the day after uh, the hospital visit? And Gabriel said, without taking his eyes off of Claire, that he was hoping that someone could take care of this flamingo infestation in the front yard. And you can imagine how he was saying this with his just great detest. And um, mm -hmm. I loved this, too. Um, he was sure that not only the neighbors knew that the baby had been born, but also that the Russians could see <laughs> that they had a new baby from outer space with the amount of flamingos on his yard. And uh, Rachel uh, very kindly assured him that they had paid for the infestation for an entire week and that the flamingos were not going anywhere. <laughs> Insert pouty face for Gabriel, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
And uh, Julia then noted that Catherine was coming, um, but they would be in the hospital and wondered if they should cancel their uh, lunch date with Catherine. And Rachel said, oh, definitely do not cancel. Um, they would love to have lunch with Catherine because she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, again, that would be a great, a great sight to see. Um, and Betty's, uh, Betty was saying the flamingos are here to say never, they're never going away. And Ashley says you can mm-hmm. never have too many flamingos. And, uh, Fra- Franca, Betty- mentioned, <laughs> Franca mentioned that she saw pictures of her uh, friend's house in Boston with the snow because they got quite a bit of it too. Oh, and yeah. uh, she says it looks like a Christmas card. She, on the other hand, is tanning in her garden. <laughs> Franca, I want to get on an airplane and be tanning in your garden right now. Trust me. <laughs> I love the summer weather. Um, not loving. Uh, although the snow is beautiful, I have to say. I do appreciate being in all four seasons and this part of the world. Um, mm-hmm. It is it is lovely. Um, but... I, I do, I do miss, I do miss summer. You, you do miss the uh, summer weather. I do, I do. You know, I do. Um, so it's, you know, they're 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 excited about Catherine coming, and Richard mentioned that breakfast was ready. And as Rebecca's bringing the baking dish over, um, he got up saying, "Oh, you know, that's a heavy dish. Let me help it. Let me help you. Let me take it." And Rebecca blushed a little bit as he took the pot mm-hmm. holders and the dish. And he placed it on the trivet. Um, oh, so, and Monica, I, Monica says Mix, Mixler sucks. She couldn't text before. Um, glad you could text now, Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens. I know there was, and Franca had said there was kind of a delay on um, the text. Um, I noticed that too. So it's it's going. Yeah, it's going to go it through. Um, yes. Uh, and Annette noted that she has summer and cold. She has no in-between seasons. So she kind of has hot and she has cold. Um, <laughs> and Betty, like, I love your idea. She said, what if instead of making snowmen, we make snow flamingos? Could uh, do that. <laughs> Could do that. And I'm with Anna. I love the snow as long as I can be in the, ha- in the house and drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like to go and play in it. I like to be able to play and go ahead and have fun, but not... You know why I like it now? Because I don't have to be anywhere. If I can enjoy it and go for a beautiful, peaceful walk in the snow, I'm all for it. That's, yeah, yeah. If I have to dig dig my car out and drive to get to an appointment in a a, a set amount of time, not as as much fun. Um, And Lori's saying, do it, Betty, post pictures. We're we're waiting to see the snow flamingos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had to laugh because the other night... um, uh, the night before the snowstorm hit, I had stopped at the liquor store. And right now with the restrictions, you're only allowed to have 20 people inside the liquor store, and that includes employees. Oh, wow. So, so we're waiting outside. And so there's the a couple guys behind me talking, and they're like, can you can you believe this line? And look what they did. It's only Wednesday night. It was Tuesday night, whatever night it was. And I'm like, I'm laughing because they said, you know, snow's coming. So everybody's got to run in, get the liquor store so they can get all the liquor they can drink for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people people handle uh, being cooped up different ways. But as long as you're being safe, be safe. 
friends be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so anyway, so so Rachel is watching this little interaction between her father and Rebecca. I don't think she's too happy about it. Everything grew quiet for her, and, and she became oblivious of everybody else in the room. And uh, his father sat back down after putting everything down, and then uh, he said, uh, she's like narrowing her eyes at her father, and, and then it, she said, then everybody turned to look at her at the table. And and, and she goes, what? And gave her clear to his throat and said, well, we're <laughs> baptizing Claire next week. I'm glad she's paying attention to all this, you know? <laughs> exactly. She got a little preoccupied. Preoccupied. <laughs> I think she's a little bit of an eagle eye with her father and Rebecca. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, so and as, uh, as as Betty noted, Becky and Richard sitting in a tree. In a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I-N-G. First comes love. Then comes marriage. Then comes baby in the baby carriage. Oh my gosh, we're uh, ridiculous. Yes, that is ridiculous. Um, Franco noted that SR could write a fabulous story about Richard and Rebecca. And Ashley said she would love a Richard and Rebecca story that's a slow burn. That would be really, really mm-hmm. great. So SR, if you're listening, um, that's another another idea to add to your list. It's your file. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Add to the file. For your no. filing and put that in your cards. And I I, <laughs> perp, I totally understand uh, Richard and Rebecca. You know, they're both about the same age. Both mm-hmm. are widowed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, yeah. companionship. Anyway. Well, yes. Been there, done that. Haven't bought the postcard yet to send out I was going to say, you didn't buy the t-shirt. <laughs> Well, and, and, and Betty, Betty says, I see sparks between Becky and Richard. And she said, I mm-hmm. bet in Rachel's head, she was saying angel. angel <laughs> and Ashley, mm-hmm. you know, Ashley, I agreed too. I, Ashley says, I'm surprised Richard, Rachel is not happy about Richard and Rebecca, but not surprised at the same time. I think she would want her dad happy, but she thinks Richard is moving on from grace too soon. So, you know, and, and she agrees that, uh, she was thinking, uh, th- that too, Be- Betty, <laughs> Rachel's, Rachel's, uh, dialogue in her head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I, I have a good friend who also lost his wife a, a couple months after my husband passed away. And, uh, we've, we've talked many times and we're just friends. We're, we're it's yeah. never been anything else, but. We were talking, and his daughter was very upset the first time he decided to go out on a date. And very protective, and he, you know, whenever the woman called his house or he called the woman, she was right there listening to every word and getting very upset with it. So I I hear, I've heard, you know, I I think she's just being protective. And I know uh, Kristen was being protective of, of my friend, so. Anyhow. Right. It's 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 out of it's out of love. <coughs> it's out of um and it's out of, you know, attachment and and oh, yeah. it's and then people are hesitant to change and you know, but you know, with me it still goes down to the thing that you have to keep going and you have to move on. Well, and and like, this person you had such a special 
you had so much time, you had such a special time with that person. Mm -hmm. And when the person moves on, when the person passes, then, then why not uh, allow yourself to, to feel and to, to spend time with another person and, and be happy for, those that them. have the opportunity to it's it's a tough it's a tough thing it's a tough thing I, I, always say, valid. I, I always say it's not so much that you're moving on it's that you're moving forward yes so there's a, a little bit of a difference so but franca wants to know what's I like in the that breakfast better, pam i like that better much better uh, uh franca wants to know what's in the breakfast casserole she'd never heard of one well franca i have a couple actually um, one yes. eggs, sausage, potatoes, and bread all mixed up in a dish and baked. It's just really good. Almost mm-hmm. like a frittata, but not quite. Um, another one that I've, I've heard is, is you get you make a, a massive French toast. Mm-hmm. And you put in your baking dish, you put in the bread that you're going to use, and then the egg mixture on top of that some cinnamon and whatever and then you can bake that so you can I've had that as well some good ones out there yes in fact I'm going to put a link uh I've looked up breakfast a lot of times I feel like the breakfast casseroles uh, that are more savory always feature lots and lots of cheese oh yeah I forgot that seems to be one of the cheese I did forget the cheese that seems to that seems to be like one of the the things that people People mm-hmm. always um, go to. It's like a goal, a go-to thing. It's a go-to thing, um, and it's easy, and it's one one stop, and you know. And you, there's you a whole. Right I'm, Frank, I'm typing in a, a link that has lots and lots of recipes. Um, if if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, you know, is, there's been is, a lot of comments here. Uh, Ashley saying allowed yourself to love again. Richard deserves that. And Rebecca does too. Mm -hmm. And we can't deprive Richard of having friends and finding a new companion, Betty noted. Um, And Hannah had noted she had never heard of a breakfast casserole either. Well, I hope you uh, like the link Mm -hmm. that I just tossed in there. Um, They're really delicious, you guys. And, 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 And fun. And a lot of times there's something you can prepare in advance and then heat up and serve in the morning. Right. Um, and it does sound a lot like an English bubble and squeak, which I also like. Mm, I've never had that nor heard there, of it. There, there, there was, there was a, a British TV show on a few number of years ago that they syndicated here in the United States with these two women. Um, and she made a bubble and squeak in, in a, in a, a thing. And it looks so good. So, <laughs> That sounds good. Um, it sounds really good, actually. Um, and there's been there's been some more c- comments. Um, Lori said her mom has two widowed ladies and one man as neighbors, and the man is always popping over at them all and has a girlfriend. So it's 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 about having that connection and community. Yeah. Um, Betty and- knows Richard doesn't have many friends, and especially right now. Tom's busy, and I don't see him spending time with colleagues. So no, you know it. It's, and it it can be very different. And Kenzie, I understand what you're saying about she can't not seeing Richard with anyone else. But 
men seem men seem to gather companions a lot quicker than some women do. I don't know why it just it just happens, but you you know it's it's nice to have a companion that your age you can talk to talk things over with and go to a movie maybe have dinner with you. it doesn't mean that you're falling in love with them it doesn't mean that you're gonna hop into bed with them it doesn't you know it's just companionship pure mm -hmm. and simple which is nice yeah yeah so. um I think it it it's um and it may not be a real romantic thing this this could no, just be they're having a nice interaction or a little flirtation right um flirting is always Kenzie, a good thing Kenzie had noted it she thinks it's still too early for him so um we will have to see how this uh, progresses as we read um mm -hmm. And Betty says, Richard will always love Grace, but he can't just give up on life. He needs to have a social life and make special memories. He can't live for his kids alone. That's true. Um, Franca says, totally agree, Betty. Nothing wrong with a new companion. You will never forget your first true love. Nope. That's for sure. So. Anyway. So as, as, as Rachel's going through all these emotions of, of seeing this sort of interaction between her father and Rebecca... Gabriel's uh, trying to uh, tell her what's going on and, and uh, saying, you know, we, we're going to be baptizing Claire next week, weekend. And uh, Julie was like hoping that Aaron could come up for it. And, but also that they would like her, to, Rachel, to be the godmother. And, uh, you know, so finally it dawned on her what was going on. She gathers her thoughts and Rachel's like, yeah, but, you know, she's being baptized a Catholic and I'm a Protestant. And which I know can be somewhat of an issue in the Catholic Church, but he says, you know, he'll talk to the priest and, uh, you know, basically saying we'll, we'll not bring up the Council of Trent, which is something from, the, I think, the Middle Ages that stopped priests from marrying and a whole bunch of other laws that are still trickling down through today's world. Um, so Rachel's like, well, whatever that means, because she had no clue, <laughs> which I can just imagine Rachel sitting there. Yeah, right. OK. And then getting stuff out of the for food. So we, we end up now we're in the emergency room and uh, with Gabriel's favorite doctor and uh, Julia's OB, Dr. Rubio. And she has that. She now has all of her blood work, the new results, plus charts from her office. And she's a, you know, uh, she says was happy to see that Dr. Rubio was a doctor on call. And Gabriel was holding Claire in his arms, and asking what's going on. And so Dr. Rubio pulls a chair up uh, to Julia and starts asking her questions and different things. And said that her stitches are healing nicely and the locha is normal. Um, and she also knew that Julia tended to faint at the sight of blood. So so that was not, that kind of covered a little bit of the concern that she was seeing. Right. And uh, she also reminded her that uh, she'd had fibroids and one of them was cut in the, in the C-section. So that because they had to give her transfusion... They thought maybe she might be having a reaction to that. And uh, she said, but can, we'll continue to monitor them. And, and But she was very concerned about her weight. 
Yes, which I thought was um, understandable and uh, something that Julia is probably not even thinking about, really, because she's all uh, swept in being a bit overwhelmed uh, by this whole new um, birth, uh, birth of her daughter, Claire. Um, and I, um, as, as she was confused um, about that comment. And Dr. Rubio told her that they had monitored her weight during her pregnancy, and she has lost quite a bit of it since the baby was born. And Dr. Rubio asked if she was eating well, um, because breastfeeding uses up a lot of calories. Um, and Gabriel noted that she was hungry all the time, and she seemed extra hungry when she fainted this morning. And, you know, because Gabriel's trying to mm. provide information um, very genuinely, but um, Dr. Rubio is solely focusing on, on Julia. And um, Dr. Rubio uh, asked her directly if she was trying to lose weight because there, there are people who really have issues grappling with the changes your body undergoes after having pregnant having having a child and being pregnant and some people do start to have um um uh, 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 kind of uh focus on losing weight and body image they get very body conscious and um, julia responded that she's eaten everything she was given um but she tried her jeans um and they now fit perfectly um, which I yeah don't was you wish your about. jeans fit about a week after you get out of the hospital? That's very rare, and as Dr. Rubia said, that is a very that was that's very rare, and that is very rare because your body doesn't mm -hmm. bounce back that fast. It just typically doesn't. Um, and in the chat room, um, she's uh, in the chat room. Uh, Ashley said, what is normal nowadays with medicine and a doctor would be concerned about my weight. I'm over 30 and I still am under a hundred pounds and I eat a lot. And, um, Betty says, I think Julia needs to take a little break. Her body is still adjusting to the baby. And mm -hmm. Julia's taking on too much more at once. And, uh, Hannah asked, didn't Julia get into her pre-pregnancy genes? Um, yes. Yes. And as Betty says, lucky Julia. Franca is saying, I still try getting into my genes 38 years after my second daughter was born. <laughs> yes, Franca, I understand that. I totally understand. I, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I'm there right with you. Although I think I am pretty much in that same spot now, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, I am anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It is interesting how things ebb and flow, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I am seeing that uh, as they continued their discussion, uh, Dr. Rubio says she's going to connect with her with a dietitian. And she said if the dietitian could not fit her in today, she would make sure she had an appointment. And she really wants to ensure that she's eating healthy foods and does not skip meals. Uh, don't skimp on proteins and carbs, but stay away from sugary foods and drinks. And don't that, let your blood sugar crash. That kills the cookies. That kills I the know. cookies. I know. I know. 
But I think if you, you can have some, you just can't yeah, yeah. do a lot um, because you don't want to have a blood sugar crash, um, which would lead her to faint. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, if you do, um, come again over to the ER if any if there's any signs of distress or of lightheadedness. Um, and um, she can ha- check in with herself if she's sad or anxious. And if she's really having those emotions, that she should also come back. Um, and if you thought you're having thoughts that are scary come to the ER right away. And Dr. Rubio purposely looked at Gabriel and she said that she wants to make sure that Gabriel uh, understands understands, um, that there could be um, unusual thoughts and that's not, that's not totally unusual, but if it gets because of postpartum, but she wants to make sure that he's monitoring that and, and watching her closely for that. So she asked if she had made an appointment for Claire, and she had, and um, that she was going to have her secretary make an appointment for a follow-up visit um, so that Dr. Rubio can check with her. And as she was getting ready to leave, she said she'd see her in a couple of weeks and asked if there were any issues to reach out for. And um, so Dr. Rubio leaves the room. And, you know, you can see uh, Gabriel's convinced that the doctor does not like him. And he says so um, to that many, to, to that uh, point. You know, Julio teased, how can she not like the famous professor with the handsome face? She'd be so surprised if, if Dr. Rubio didn't really like him. <laughs> so... Um, I love the fact and the fact that Julia was teasing to me indicated she was feeling a little bit better Mm -hmm. and that she was trying to lighten the mood. And, um, I think I, I just, I, I love that little inner play with them. And so they're leaving the office. Uh, he put Claire in the baby seat and he mentioned to Julia, I didn't realize Claire's had an appointment and he asked her to please make sure he's copied on all of the appointments. And, you know, she said she would, it's just one of those things that kind of slipped her mind. And, um, she said she hadn't gotten around to it and hasn't even checked her emails this week. And the, the fact she mentioned emails triggered in Gabriel's mind, the email that he had started to tell her about and he, he was like, I need to tell her. And he starts to, he starts to go into the conversation about this really important email that we read about in chapter one. And um, in comes the loud wail from sweet little baby Claire. And uh, Julia was rocking the carrier, uh, but Gabriel took over. And Julia says, it's time, it's, it's near time for Claire's feeding. And she said, we should go try and find a quiet place. And at that point, Gabriel was helping her find a spot for Claire. And he purposely chose not to tell her about the email. He would wait to tell her another time. And that ends the chapter. Um, And there's uh, there's a lot of uh, comments we've had in here 
um, in the chat room. Anna says, I love that he wants to be all involved. And um, Betty says, I always have unusual thoughts. I bet Gabriel would have me at the hospital for day one, especially after hearing me say, I love Paul. <laughs> Newsflash, Julia. Not everyone loves Gabriel. <laughs> oh my gosh, Betty, you and your love of Paul is unprecedented. And that's a great segue to let everybody know and invite everybody to join us on Saturday, the 26th, one week from today as we celebrate the birthday of Paul Norris with none other than and Betty, then Mrs. And Norris, Perling. AKA mm-hmm. Betty and her <laughs> partner in crime, Perling. So we're very, very excited that you're going to be mm-hmm. joining us next week. Um, and your love of Paul never disappoints. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, and also, <laughs> uh, Next on Christmas Day, um, we're going to keep the chat room open for anybody who wants to come in. And if you want to talk, you want to say hi, whatever you, you want to do. And uh, I understand from Santa Claus that there will be a couple of giveaways of Nina's books. So Yes, yes. Santa, Santa SR. Santa has, SR. Uh, graciously um, stepped in and decided that the, he would be... Uh, donating um, anyone who stops in will mm-hmm. have a chance to uh, win uh, Nina's, Nina's one of books. Nina's books. So again, it, you just when if you ever feel like just wanting to go on, it's going to be open all day. We're not recording anything. We're just going to be there to chat if you need to, or if you want right. to. Right, and and the chat room. We're not going to be broadcasting on air. Um, we're not planning to anyway, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but never now, one never knows what can happen. One never knows what can happen. However. But um, no, we're we're just wanna just wanna have a place. It's gonna be such an unusual uh, day, and uh, you know, just a place to stop by. It's kind of like a little mm-hmm. holiday open house. Um, yep. Where you can visit down, your family have of a choice. Cocktail, <laughs> have a drink. Have some food. <laughs> you know. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. It so. will. So we have a, a double header next week. Yes, we do. Christmas Day open house, and then Saturday the Paul's um, birthday. Paul birthday bash. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Looking forward to it a lot. I know. I can't wait. And for those of you who can't make us, uh, can't join us uh, next week, um, I just want to say personally, thank you. I'm so glad that we have this community um, and having you all around um, during this challenging year has made my life so much better and so much richer. And I am deeply thankful for all of you. I am Um, too going to be really really fun as we go forward um next week and then heading into the new year so many good things to look forward to and i I feel like i'd be remiss without celebrating the fact that um at least in the u.s we now have uh vaccinations beginning 
I know Canada it started has it, earlier. Has it started them. earlier. Um, the UK, I think, was the first to get out the gate. And I'm super, super thrilled. Um, but continue to be diligent, stay safe. It's, it's not, this pandemic is not over yet. And we want everyone to stay safe so we can have many, many good times more to celebrate. Laughs, more laughs, more uh, silliness, and, uh, but no throwing panties, please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lori said, very nice of you all. Franca said, oh, no, not going to be able to join in next week as we have been invited out for the day. So sending Paul lots of best wishes for his birthday, Betty. No kisses. Don't want to make you jealous on his birthday. <laughs> Franca, you're priceless. <laughs> and Hannah says, are drinks provided? LOL. Yeah. Hannah, of course they are. BYO. It's a BYO, but we will be virtually pouring anything that you desire. Absolutely. Um, can you tell I've been watching Lucifer? <laughs> that word. I think you have desire. been. Yeah. I, I've been uh, on a Lucifer binge, and it's wonderful. I'm, I know I'm discovering the show like uh, many years too late, but it's awesome. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. it on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Um, Dahlia says, thank you, ladies. It's the best community ever, such unity and kindness. And Josie says to anyone who can't make it, see you next year. And, and I agree. It is amazing how these books have brought people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's what's so great about, about, the, about our community, because whether you come to the podcast or whether you go to one of the Spanish language groups or the Emerzooms or there's a book discussion group, there's always somebody there that you can discuss things with, you know, um, it's fun. So, again, it, it gives you an, another outlet, and which we all need right now. <laughs> that, I'm, that I know. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And we're just fortunate that we have such beautiful literature. Mm-hmm. Um, as Lori says, all thanks to St. SR. <laughs> I love it. I, I just love it. And I wonder how he would feel about being called a saint. <laughs> I, I, oh, you better believe that's going in the email. You better oh, yeah. believe that's going in oh, the yeah. email. <laughs> And thank you, Hannah, for joining us. You know, we always appreciate uh, new listeners when they come in. So welcome. We're always here. Yes, yes. And as Anna noted, uh, human contact in any form is so important. And it it really is. So, and we're really, really glad that we all can come together in all these different forms. Never hesitate to reach out. never hesitate to reach out Um, because if one friend's not available there's another who who will be Uh, as Monica says Santa Fox as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, she says Feliz Natal (laughs) for um, Merry Christmas in Portuguese and uh, Feliz Navidad and Buona Natale in Italian lots of different yeah lots of different things so Anyway, we so, are, Pammy, what am I what, taking you out with today? What are you taking us out with today? Or should I not have asked that? <laughs> no, that's all right. We're doing Half Acre with Hemp by Hemp. Oh, very nice. Yes. Very good. So, everybody, we'll see you next week. If we don't get to talk to you, do have a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you at Paul's party. <laughs>